I'm Shifa and you're listening to A Thought Away, where thoughts become stories. In today's story, we follow the adventure of Cody Curtis and learn alongside him some important lessons and values. A little girl with long brown hair, soft features and dark black eyes was sitting on the bay window in her spacious room. The view outside was magnificent, large buildings stretching to the horizon with patches of green here and there. The sun was setting and the sky looked like it had bits of cotton candy floating around. But clearly, the girl was not taking in the sights nature had to offer. No, Lena had her back to the window and was staring forlornly at a chair across the room. She never really thought about it. But her 15-year-old brother had been her best friend. He knew exactly what she was thinking a second before she said it. He always knew how to make her laugh. He was always there when she needed him. But not this time. Cody had been missing for almost three whole days now, and she hated being so alone. She didn't know what to do with herself anymore and felt scared for her brother, who was who knew where. Her mother called for her from the hall. Lena almost knocked over the basket of clothes on her way out of her room, then raced down the stairs. Was there a new lead about her brother? Was he safe? Was he coming back home soon? Questions raced around in her mind as she barged into the hall where her mother was. But when Lena looked around, the hopeful smile on her face melted away and her thumping heart returned to its recent dull throb. There wasn't news about her brother after all. Her best friend was standing with Lena's mother. Not that she was disappointed Isha was there. She'd been Lena's longest friend, and when Cody was away for some class, Isha and Lena would spend all their time together, doing everything from making tents and pretending they were researchers to making taffy and doing experiments. No, Lena had just been expecting something else. Something else entirely. Her mother must have noticed her sudden change in mood and her expression turned sad. She asked them if they wanted some snacks while they explored the universe, mustering a smile despite her worry for her two kids. Lena almost declined but then gave in. Maybe she would feel less like this if she spent some time with Isha. 3 days earlier. Cody was walking down the street to meet his friends at the park when the black van drove up and stopped right in front of him. He tried to walk around it, but it was blocking the road. Then suddenly, two rough-looking men stepped out from behind the van and grabbed Cody. He struggled, but the men were too strong, and they shoved him into the van before he could try to shout for help. They tied his hands and his mouth with duct tape and then drove away. He felt scared. What were they going to do to him? He tried to calm down. Panicking was never a good thing, right? The back of the van was dingy and messy, but Cody realized that the man hadn't locked the back door properly, which meant he could escape. If only he could untie his hands. He tried to maneuver his hands in front of him, but instead slipped down the seat and hit his head on the side of the van. Ah. He tried again and succeeded and pulled his wrists apart and tried to wriggle out of the duct tape but nothing worked. 
He swung his elbows backwards in frustration and the bond stood a bit. Cody repeated the action and his hands were free. He just sat there, stunned that it had actually worked until he realized he still had to jump out of a moving van. He pushed the back door open and braced himself when the van started slowing down. He heard the men shout, but he jumped and broke into a run and didn't look back until he reached what looked like a village. It was getting dark now, but the village looked like a cheerful place and there were people of all ages bustling around. What happened next was all a blur. Cody was exhausted and still in shock, but he went up to a middle-aged lady and tried to explain his situation. He needn't have because the people of Nightwood Village were friendly and kind, so they took him in immediately. He had a delicious meal and was off to bed soon enough. In the morning when he awoke, the people in the house were already out and about. The house was a cozy little place. There were shelves lined with little clay objects of different kinds, painted in colorful patterns. Cody got up and tried to think. He'd been kidnapped, but he managed to escape and ended up here, where the people were so kind and gave him food to eat and a roof to sleep under. But where was here? And how would he get back home? Just then, the first person he had spoken to in this strange place came into the room and introduced herself as Angelica, wife of the headman of the Nightwood village. She spoke haltingly, as though thinking over which words to use next. She asked Cody to tag along as she went for her morning chores, and in the evening, they would talk to the headman and figure out how Cody landed in their village. Cody, taken by her kindness, agreed. But he was still a little cautious. After all, he didn't know where he was or who these people were. Angelica led the way to the village market. There were small stalls on either side of the road, and each stall had a variety of items to offer. There was a food section where they sold the fresh produce of the day, another section for, well, other food, a clothes and accessories section, and much more. Cody took in the sights of the happy people, the homely atmosphere and the vibrant colors. He'd never seen a place like this. Angelica went to one of the stalls with a small kitchen attached at the back and set her bag down. Cody watched as she skillfully made little balls of dough and filled them up with various vegetables and packed in the flavor with spices and herbs. The day went by as she sold her puffs and in the evening, the entire village gathered in a field and sat on logs that were arranged in a wide circle and watched as the people sang, danced, performed skits and just enjoyed themselves. Then Angelica and Cody returned to her house where the headman, Joe, asked Cody about himself and then showed him his own study. It was a simple room, with a desk and chair, drawers and shelves for the important papers and files, and on one wall was a map of the area. Cody went over and, on looking closely, realized he wasn't far from home. Not too far, anyway. The village was on the outskirts of the city he lived in. The headman said that there was a truck heading towards the city the day after to supply one of the stores with the village crop. This was it. 
Cody could finally go home after being away for two whole days. He thanked his host and went outside to take a walk in the moonlight. He would be going home in just one day, but he hadn't forgotten what he had learned in the whole experience. For one, duct tape is an easy bond to break out of. But more importantly, he'd seen that the people in the village were like one big family and they tried for positivity and spent time together. He was determined to cut down the time that he wasted and spend that with his parents and sister. And so, when the truck left a day later, Cody recognized some of the landmarks and asked the driver to drop him off. And he ran towards his house and his family rushed to meet him. It had been a scary experience, but it also taught him the meaning of family and that you can find happiness in any place. Your family isn't just the people you're born to, it's also the people you choose, love and care about. And being kind and compassionate can't make you go wrong, so keep loving. I'll see you next week. Meanwhile, let your imagination take over because your next story might only be a thought away. Thanks for listening.